This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time with Alma Pollard next, Executive Director of The Green Times, an eco consultant and coach. Let's get her on the line. Morning, Alma Pollard. Good morning. <clears throat> I'm here. How are you? I'm good. There was one of your frogs in your throat there for a moment. Absolutely. <laughs> I had to jump out. <laughs> Lovely to connect with you, Alma. Thanks for another great story here on uh, The Green Times. Talking about cities and public green spaces, I tell you, one gets hungry for these in the city environment where you just want a place where you don't have to see buildings for a moment and you can actually see a real ch- a tree, go for a run, go for a walk, uh, take the kids to play. Uh, such a vital part of city living. Yes, so this is really interesting that they call it the cities are important battlegrounds for a sustainable future. <laughs> I don't like the the metaphor of a battleground mm. because in battles, usually somebody dies. So we want to move forward without anybody dying. That's the whole idea. And um, man and nature all thrive together. So this is really a discussion that is being held at the moment at the United Nations Habitat Assembly in Nairobi, Kenya, where heads of states are chatting together about this very critical battleground that is the cities. And they are coming to uh, various conclusions about that that I thought was interesting for us to set the context for what we need to do also here in Cape Town Mm. because Cape Town is a prime example where people are just flooding in and and where is the climate change planning and the water and the waste and all of these things that are, I mean, how do they prepare for climate change in the context of this? So they're talking about a, a brand new way of city planning that needs to happen because cities are on the front line as cities generate 70% of global emissions mm. and they, ha- they house half of humanity. In other words, cities are the biggest culprits. They say that by 2050, 2 billion more people will live in cities. So the big call here from Antonio Guterres, the the United Nations chief or secretary general, is for multilateralism. So I thought I would would look up the word multilateralism, process of organizing um, relations between groups of three or more states to diffuse reciprocity. So for me, it just means that the world need the world cities need to work together and learn from each other um, how to cope with the influx of people and development, which in the past could just go ahead because developers want to want to make lots of money. How to switch that around and work a, according to the blueprint for the future, which is our common agenda, which um, he also referred to as more inclusive multilateralism. So the cities, the role of the cities and other local authorities to address these challenges and the role they must play to ensure finance, information, support um, for resilient, inclusive and sustainable future because cities are the least sustainable places on the planet Mm. now. What what can we do in the city environment to make things better? Is it just coming down to planning? Is it uh, about action? Uh, where where is the the issue that we're having in the South African context? Do you feel and and how can we improve things? Well, the cities have to look after everybody. They're saying that you know that worldwide um, 
more than we're leaving more than half the world behind. So mm. they're talking about inequalities increasing, temperatures ra rising with catastrophic effect, and the debt straining developing communities. So we, it means we have to include everybody, and we've got lots of poverty in our city of Cape Town as well still. Mm. Um, 670 million people are living in extreme poverty in the in the country, uh, in the world, and over 1 billion in slums, and we are not free from that whatsoever in Cape Town. So these trends must be reversed. We also have to support, um, make sure that everybody can get forward in a healthy and, and, and prosperous way. They say the solutions are to compile comprehensive data and statistics um, and for government to assess urban development in the context of climate change, health, food security, and water supply. So it's it's a mindset shift that is needed. It's a lens through which we must look at the people that move into the cities or come to the Cape, and and how are we going to make sure everybody can thrive, mm. not just how are we going to sell more property and make more money. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a word that pops up here, and that's cooperation. Uh, you shared it here in the story, and I was uh, listening to something the mayor was sharing yesterday, Alma talking about, as an example, the, the, the grounds around the Castle of Good Hope, which is a, a, a tourist destination. It's very attractive, not only for international tourists, but locals and for school groups. But um, he was saying that the, that the attendance or, or people visiting that particular museum and the castle has dropped by over 70% because you've got people living on that state ground and you're trying to get the you're trying to get cooperation with national government to say this is this is uh, national this belongs to the the country so can you please take care of this we'll set up the place for the people to move to we've got the NPOs we'll do the best we can but you have to come in and close this down and they're slow to move so the city's not able to uh, relocate these people that are living on this space around the castle so people aren't visiting the castle so you've got this knock-on effect. But if there was cooperation between the different departments nationally and locally, you'd have you'd be able to solve these problems. Absolutely. So I think the whole the whole thing of multilateralism is to break open these the silo thinking, mm. so that everybody talks to each other. So there's more holistic goals. They talk. They all talk about also strengthening science policy interface. So so use the data and see. What are the issues with people who don't have a decent place to live? I mean, if you or I didn't have anywhere to, to live, we would also just live wherever we can find a little spot. Mm. Where's the planning around that? And why is there also no control? It's about evidence-based solutions. So this is, this is habitat this is world habitat issues that we're talking about. And cooperation is the call. You know, environmentally, we, we've been calling for cooperation and working together for some years now. But the fact is that humankind is facing bigger and bigger challenges. And the cooperation isn't what it needs to be because we cannot go it alone. We need to all work together, also learn from from other cities, look at affordable housing, um, urban, urban climate action, urban crisis recovery, um, localization of the sustainable development goals, so that there's prosperity and finance, and, and we can actually become more resilient in the context of all these pressures. 
You can find this story called Cities, the Critical Backgrounds. I'll repeat that. Critical Battlegrounds for a Sustainable Future. It's all on thegreentimes.co.za. Lots of fantastic stories that you won't read anywhere else. And a big thanks to the executive director of The Green Times, also eco-consultant and coach. It's Alma Pollard. Thanks, Alma. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.